enemy power-up detected. This is Incoming Missile, a MechWarrior Online podcast. Hi, Seven MechWarriors, this is Cozent Indigo and Captain Cat back with another episode of the Incoming Missile podcast. Today we have the first of our Target Lock series where we focus the reticle on a personality or member of the MechWarrior community and talk to them about the content that they create. So we're starting today with Fiora Bunny. Fiora Bunny is a MechWarrior online streamer that I'm sure you are all familiar with, and if you aren't, hopefully you will be by the end of the podcast. Fiora Bunny is a great streamer that uh, has been playing MechWarrior for about six months now. Uh, today we talk about what's brought her to uh, the MechWarrior community, uh, some of the challenges that go with being a streamer, and some of her thoughts about MechWarrior Online in general. So thanks for listening today to the first of our featured podcasts on other content creators in the MechWarrior Online community. We do hope you can get along to check out Fiora on her channel. That's at twitch.tv forward slash Fiora Bunny. Uh, we will put a link to her channel in the show notes. As always, we are interested in your feedback, so make sure you tell us what you think of today's podcast and perhaps give us suggestions for other content creators that we could interview or feature. You can tweet at us, IncomingP, on Twitter, flick us an email at IncomingMissilePodcast at gmail.com, or of course leave comments in the YouTube videos below. We hope you enjoy the conversation, and we'll see you next time. All right, welcome everyone, and uh, we are very lucky to have joining the Incoming Missile podcast today, Fiora Bunny, and Fiora Bunny is a streamer that uh, if you haven't already seen, then we would certainly encourage you to go along and see, uh, and what we're going to do today is uh, have a chat to her, find out a little bit about uh, what she thinks of MechWarrior, and what it's like being a streamer, and uh, where she thinks the current state of the game is. So welcome, Fiora Bunny, thank you for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's very much our pleasure. So as I said, um, we uh, are very keen to talk to other uh, community members, other uh, personalities in the MechWarrior community, um, of which you are one. Um, and look, before we did talk a little bit about the game, can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Uh, so yeah, my name is uh, Fiora Bunny. I you know stream MechWarrior online pretty regularly, usually Tuesday through Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, usually stream something else. Currently, I'm running on uh, Battletech. Um, and the Rogue Tech mod been a lot of fun. Um, other than that, I'm six foot two. I'm married to my lovely wife, who does pretty much all the housework, and I think I got a, I got a pretty sweet deal out of that. Um, and I, I don't know. I just I'm just trying to. I'm working my hardest to to get this whole streaming thing down, and I anticipate trying to get together some YouTube stuff in the near future. Nice. I mean, it's um, obviously one of the things that I was really keen to talk to you about today that, um, you know, as a consumer of streams and um, as someone that, that watches a lot of um, MechWarrior content, uh, you know, sometimes you don't, you, you just take it for granted, basically, the, um, you know, that, that people turn up and that they, they play the game or they, um, you know, have all these um, things set up and, and um, you know, provide that content for us. But I mean, can you, you talk a little bit about what that is like? You, you're you say that you're, you're trying to get it up and running. I mean, what is the it in all of this, and, and what are some of the challenges that go along with being a streamer? Um, I mean, just mostly just having presentation, being in the right state of mind, um, all these sort of all these sort of like little pieces that come together. Um, 
because I, I definitely want to be able to provide the best content that I can at all times. So I want to be in, you know, my best frame of mind and, and having a good time. That's that's the the, the most <laughs> the biggest imperative to me uh, is to is to be is for me to be having fun, because if I'm not having fun, I'm sure that translates out and I'm sure anybody watching me can tell that I'm not having fun. And if I'm forcing myself to play a game that I'm not having fun in, then it's just going to be bad for it's going to be a bad time for everyone around. And that's not going to be great. And then other than that, there's just a lot of like off stream stuff that you might not think about. Uh, just, you know, getting audio levels set up, getting like things like alert notifications set up properly and and just lights and and just like all this all these like production things that i kind of had to learn on the fly and did a lot of googling and tried to get figured out and asked for some help for some other uh, from some other people and just there's so much that goes into it that it's uh you know it can be a little overwhelming if you if you don't try to just take it one step at a time yeah i mean i can certainly imagine we um you know experience something relatively similar with the podcast, but, um, uh, you know, I think maybe only 10% of the requirements, but I mean, for someone, I guess that was, um, you know, wanting to, to set up and become a streamer and, you know, there's mm -hmm. uh, a lot more popping up. I mean, you know, would there be any advice or, you know, tactics or, or things that you mm -hmm. think um, people should know ahead of time? Oh, okay. So if you want, if you want to like make streaming your career and want to be like a successful streamer there's a couple things you need to do um first you need to realize that you either need to be really really good at a game or you need to be really really entertaining and you can kind of make up for a lack of one with an excess of another because that's i mean that's what people watch a stream for is for at some point they you know they watch it to be entertained they want to be you know interacted with otherwise they just watch mm. youtube right yeah. Um, so so that's like the sort of core of what to do. Alternative alternative to that, like just getting into like equipment and all that stuff isn't 100 percent necessary until you start to really get somewhere. But um, just working on interacting with people uh, as well as as finding a community that you can be seen in, which is really which is what I what I really struck gold on with the MechWarrior community, because if you try to stream something popular right now, say like Overwatch or League of Legends or you know Dota Two or something like that, uh, you're going to be at the bottom of page thirty five with zero viewers, and nobody's going to click on you, and nobody's going to see who you are or give you a chance. Uh, I was lucky enough to get into the MechWarrior community, which is you know a, a smaller community but a very passionate one. And, you know, when I started streaming, there was probably, what, 10 other people streaming, if that. So that way, you know, people saw me, they saw, oh, a new streamer, I haven't seen her before, I check her out. And that's kind of just where I started in April, and I've been, I've been growing ever since, and it's been a it's pre pretty crazy wild ride. But I would definitely make sure you're having fun, make sure you're interacting with people, and just make sure it's just a good time all around. Yeah, that that um, it sounds like really good advice. I mean, uh, truth be told, it was what um brought me to watch your streams as well. Was, you know, the, yeah, there isn't necessarily a lot of uh, streamers out there. Um, and particularly maybe not a lot of streamers that um, you know, do it as more than a hobby. Um, you know, that mm. uh, are putting that effort in, and and you know, you do pick up on um those things that you were saying uh, about what's important about how much 
uh, fun uh, that the, the players are having and uh, how they're engaging with the community and that's kind of what brings you back um, and that, for me that was one thing that had brought me back to your streams um, was that that element of fun and, and having a good time oh thank you i, I try very hard <laughs> so is it i mean is it something that you'd recommend i mean it's it does sound fun um, but with uh, a lot of these things um you know the work behind it uh, and some of the challenges um, in making it successful um, can be something that take a bit of working through or, or getting used to. I mean, would it be something that you'd recommend? Oh, that's, that's an interesting question. Uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate in my life uh, that both my partners are willing to, to support me as I, as I work on turning this into like an actual sort of like self-sustaining venture, you know, yeah, in that in that way, you can think of it as your own sort of like small business where like with any small business, it's going to take a lot of time and investment, you know, not only like financially, but like emotionally and, and just, you know, time wise to to get the, to get it off the ground. Yeah. And it's it's you know, it's not going to you're not going to be like popular overnight. Like it takes time. Um, and. I feel like if you are in a place in your life where you can do that and this is something that you're passionate about and you want to do it, you can definitely do it. Um, but it's going to be hard, especially if you have to, like, you know, hold down a day job at the same time, because you're, then you're going to be basically having two jobs. You're going to be working, you know, eight hours a day. You're going to get home and then you're going to have to eat dinner and go straight into streaming. And it's it's going to be it's gonna be work like it's gonna be effort and if you're willing to put forth the effort then more power to you i mean is that i guess that's you know behind the scenes that was kind of the, one of the things that that stuck to me was that it does look like one of those things that would be really fun um you know that getting on uh, and you know engaging with the community and, and playing the game and all of those things that go with it but it was that behind the scenes or the consistency and the amount of work that you had to put in just to make sure that you showed up because you know if people subscribe or if, if people get um you know drawn to the content that you provide they want that content they want it there when they can expect it when it you know when they expect it right. um and and that kind of pressure um you know and of being regular being consistent seems like as you say um it is it is real work um even though it um you know, it can be fun. Um, that would seem mm -hmm. to me like that would be one of the biggest challenges is making sure that you are consistent and people feel that they are, that they can rely on you to, um, to entertain them, uh, you know, when they tune in. Right. That's a, that's a point that I actually kind of forgot to bring up when you're asking me about advice, but consistency is definitely like a huge thing when it comes to streaming. Cause if somebody knows that you're on at this time all the time and that they can trust that you're going to be on and that they can be entertained by you, that's, that's going to help you retain viewership so, so well. Um, and then beyond that, yeah, like it's, it can be difficult, uh, especially if you're not feeling well or if you're not having, you know, a great day or whatever to, to just be like, but like, that's like, you know, any job, right? Um, problem is, is that your, your mood is definitely going to affect how your stream goes. Yeah. Whereas like, if you're just working your regular nine to five, you can probably be in a bad mood and get through it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's there's a there's an amount of sort of like just like sort of pepping yourself up even if you're having a bad day and you know maybe maybe you want to relate to your viewers like that and you're just gonna tell them like oh you know i'm not having the greatest day 
and and that you could bring that into your to your audience, but that depends on you know what what kind of viewership you have and and what your audience is like. I like to I'm I'm pretty sure I like, I like to think that the uh, the community that I've built and 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 the positivity around the MechWare community has been really good to me. Uh, you know, there's been days where I've canceled the stream just because I you know I just know that if I was streaming I wouldn't be having a good time and it just wouldn't be great for anybody all around and people were understanding that you know i can't be a hundred percent all the time yeah. um but i definitely aim for as much consistency as i can and that's why i've been making changes to my schedule recently i used to stream six days a week and that was starting to to really sort of not give me time to do anything else and uh so that's that's why you need to to, to find that sort of that work-life balance you know yeah, I mean, sitting down to do anything at the same time for six days a week seems such a challenge. Uh, and that had always seemed like something that would be a risk for me was that when the um, the activity of playing a computer game or, or talking with people, which is generally something that you love, um, the heart, you know, it mm -hmm. would suck if it became a grind. It would suck if it, um, you were sitting down and as you were saying, you're either sick or you're not feeling particularly entertaining or you know um, th th that work-life balance might be out um, any time it kind of became a grind. Um, you know, maybe the salt levels rise, and um, you know that the, the audience right. would pick up on that. But that was the thing that I, that seemed so intimidating to me to you know to sit down and do the same thing, um, you know, every day um, at the same time. Uh, yeah, particularly if it's on top of um, you know the the work that most of us do, where you get paid and and uh, you do as, as part of your life. Uh, that seemed like a real challenge. Right. Yeah, it's, it definitely is, and I'm I'm extremely thankful to the community that I have. They're usually very understanding. Like if you know if I don't need to be there, or like if I can't be there, or they just they just help. Like you know, they give me positive energy. So like even if I do start a stream off and I'm like not really feeling it, it's just really nice to see the same you know maybe not faces but like screen names uh, again and again. And and it's just like it's it's kind of surreal that like. You know, I only started this in April and there's there's so many people that like just I'm just like, hey, you know, they get home from work or they're at work or whatever. And they're just like, oh, it's you know, it's four o'clock or whatever time it is for them. Like Fiora's on. I'm going to go like I'm going to watch her. I'm like, I'm going to turn on her channel. I like I like her content. And it's just I don't know. It's strange to me. Like it's just like I, you know, I'm just. I started this venture off as just like a fairly regular person and I just wanted to like play games and have fun and and you know I d it's not that I don't understand that other people want to have like fun with me it's just like you know I I see myself as a normal person so it's it's like really neat that people want to to hang out with me and play video games with me yeah i mean we talked a little bit before the podcast about how um you know in, in doing all of this you adopt a little bit of a personality i mean you you get a pilot name or you get a screen name um and you, you know you still do see yourself as normal um but people start calling you by that other name um you know at uh, you know my uh, unit mates who i play with you know kind of every other night they they call me cousin you know that they, they don't even know my real name apart from a couple of them so yeah i, I can understand how that must be a little bit strange that you're just sitting down as you um but people are tuning in to see fiora bunny right and I, I, I mean that's 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 pretty much just it like i <laughs> i don't know how to phrase it better is it i mean do you think that it's easier to do when fiora bunny is not that different from 
um, from who you are in your everyday life that you don't necessarily need to you yeah. know, adopt too much of a different stance. I know some um, streamers do. Some some streamers play characters, um, but you know. What mm -hmm. I what I mean certainly what I get from your streams is that sincerity that comes through. You are just being you, and I think that does help the content. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's definitely something I've strived for. Um, uh, some people do play characters, and like you know, there's there's a certain amount of that. Like I, you know, there are people who play like 100% characters where the person that they are in stream is nothing like they are in real life, and that's like how they do. And if, if they're you know if they're not a super like public facing outward person in real life and they and they can adopt this persona and make it work then you know all the more power to them and that that's how they want to do it that's cool um but yeah me personally i am pretty much just me i'm not really doing anything outwards of that i you know it's kind of like me at like 105 percent but it's it's just me and i and i feel like that is something I've, i have i have strived for specifically just because i like you said uh, it comes through and people can sort of notice the, the like, I don't know, I want to say authenticity um, of just me being me. But it, it helps because like if I if I'm if I'm just being honest, like you don't have to hide anything when you're just presenting the truth. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And let me personally, of course, yeah, the streamers that I'm drawn to um, do do tend to be the ones that are being themselves, and and whether that's them as kind of salty and competitive, um, you know, I, I tune in to mm -hmm. see that, or yeah, whether it's um, people um, that are just people that you'd like to kind of have a beer with or, or share a coffee with, like yourself, um, you know, then that's something you tune in for as well. You um you did mention um, the Mikora community and, you, and uh, the community that you are developing um, that that uh, are consuming your content mm -hmm. and uh, you know you've you've been playing the game for um, coming up um, six months. I mean, how have you found that community uh, and you know does it differ from any other um, gaming communities that you've been involved in? Oh, uh, definitely, definitely in a huge way. So so. I'm I'm told, and, and it seems true that the MechWarrior community is is generally older, like say 35 and older, um, as the BattleTech franchise was popular in the 80s, and then didn't really get much more uh, until you know starting mm -hmm. recently. Um, so so most people who grew up on it are are playing MechWarrior, and they're they're you know they have day jobs and they play the game, and I think that contributes massively to the lesser amount of like sort of toxicity in this game um in like i used to play some league of legends i played overwatch i you know i've played all sorts of other games uh the level of toxicity is really really high for a couple of reasons because a the the like fan base is including of pretty much everybody like from any age and that that includes people who are rather immature <laughs> Um, and then on top of that, um, a lot of those games are just huge. So if you are 100% sure that you will never see, you know, the person on your team ever again, then I guess you will consider, you won't consider being like considerate, you know, you can, you can talk trash all you want to the same person, but like in MechWarrior Online, you know, if you talk trash to people too often and and spread too much toxicity or salt like people are going to know you you know i've seen the same people in my games like i couldn't tell you how many times now at this point you know i play this game almost like four to six hours a day and 
You know, I see a lot of the same names pop up and I'm starting to like even recognize people's play styles just based on having played against them so many times. Yeah, I mean, particularly if you're, um, if you're on the same servers. I mean, um, you know, we, we're based here in um, Oceanic, in the Oceanic servers. So, you know, the, the population's yeah. even smaller. Um, so you do get to, to know those names and, and recognize those play styles. Um, and I guess probably um, what you've said about the Mikora community has been my observation as well. It's, um, it's tricky, I think, because we when you're in the community it can be hard to have that kind of balanced view of the community uh, and uh, you know a lot of people will talk about you know the toxicity and the salt levels of uh, mech warrior but yeah like you it's it seems to me that you know it is generally um pretty mature you know you, you do get some people that um you know you think you know, hey, right. calm down, fella, it's just a game. Um, but it, it does seem pretty few and far between. And I don't have a lot of experience with um, with other um, gaming communities. But, yeah, you know, MechWarrior has been pretty accepting. And, and yeah, the, the you know, some of the content that you see out there and the streamers that you see out there are probably reflective of that. You know, they, it's generally pretty welcoming. And, and um, I'm, I'm always amazed at how willing people are to share information and share builds and and you know tips and stuff like that. Did you find that as well? <laughs> I yeah, I always I always say that, and just and I think everybody can generally agree. This is like the community is is really is is just way nicer than any other community I've met. And if you need a build, everyone has ten, and everyone will tell you that <laughs> everyone's their got build a smooth feeling. Everyone's got a smooth and, feeling ready to drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I if I go on stream and I pick a mech and I'm just like, hey, can somebody throw me a build? I usually get like at least five links, if not more. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. And watching watching streams, people are so willing to um, you know, give advice on on mechs and, and give builds and stuff like that. I mean, was it the community? Uh, maybe this is a bit of chicken chicken and egg stuff, but I mean. You talked about MechWarrior being, mm -hmm. being maybe a little bit more of a niche of a community and that um, as a streamer, you know, if you are looking to stream, you know, one of those super, super popular games with um, with massive populations, then you really are competing against just tons and tons of other people doing the same thing. Was it something in particular that drew you to MechWarrior? Were you a fan of Battletech in the 80s and like some of the other mech dads that have come along? <laughs> well, you see, you see... I'm only 26, so I wasn't alive <laughs> in the 80s. Um, but I did play, and, and, and some, I guess, some of the more hardcore uh, or, or like lore-based fans would, wouldn't wouldn't quite agree. But I did play Mech Assault and and Mech Assault 2 as a kid on the original Xbox, and I that, I had a lot of fun there. But I've always had a passion for for giant stompy robots, you know. Uh, as a kid, I was super into like Godzilla movies and, you know, from from giant monsters becomes giant robots. Uh, I got into like uh, Gundam and just like all sorts of like mecha anime. Um, not quite, you know, Robotech or Macross, but like uh, Gundam and other things. There's quite a bit of crossover there, array eh, with um, some of those. Uh, and, and look, I see it in the community as well that, um, yeah, there's distinct fans of kind of the, the Japanese anime and, and mm -hmm. um, you know, those types of things. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there does seem to be the people that kind of lived and breathed it and were old enough to play it in the 80s. But, yeah, there's certainly a portion like yourself that have um, come to it because you're fans of that other, mm -hmm. you know, those other genres. That's that's about it. And you stumbled upon uh, MechWarrior? Did you know people that were playing or...? Oh yeah, no. I, hold on, I didn't answer the second half of that question. Um, 
But yeah, as far as like when I started streaming MechWarrior, at the previous to that, I had been streaming pretty much exclusively like card games. I'd played Gwent, I played, uh, you know, Magic, I played uh, um, Hearthstone even, um, going way back when. I even like, I streamed for a short time uh, last year for about a month or two before I stopped and then came back to it probably around March of of this year. Uh, and then it was in April that I found MechWarrior. I had actually played MechWarrior online probably like three, four years ago. I think if I if I check my account, I can find I can find a time where I bought like fifteen hundred MC like three, four years ago. Um, and I played for probably about a month or two, and I had fun, and you know it was and it was it was interesting to me. And just as a streamer, I was looking around for for games to stream, and I decided to check. You know, I was like reminded that was that MechWarrior existed and I checked it and I was like, oh, that actually, you know, that's a small enough community that I could probably break into it. And, you know, it, at the very least, it's a game I'd like to get back into. So I, you know, I kind of hit the perfect, the perfect balance here of a game I enjoy, a community that I could break into and like just everything kind of came together. Nice, nice. And uh, going strong and hopefully getting stronger. Oh, definitely. So it would be, um, I can't, now that I've got the opportunity, I can't um, not take it and, and ask you a little bit about, um, you know, how you feel MechWarrior is going and the, and the state of the game at the moment. Uh, you got back into it around six months ago, so you've probably seen even quite a bit of change uh, in that time. Uh, you engage with the community, um, no doubt you get a ton of uh, feedback and opinion. Uh, I know that you're an avid listener of the podcast, hint, hint. Um, but you know, how do you feel the game is going uh, at the moment? Uh, you play it because it's fun, uh, but it is something that's pretty topical. Uh, you know, the community talk about um, how things are going. There does seem to be um, some major changes or, or changes at least on the horizon that, that PGI are making, uh, potentially in the lead up for MechWarrior 5. But I mean, how do you think on that um, since the time you've started playing? Um, what changes have you seen and um, how do you think the current state of the game is? So the state of the game... Um... It's kind of it's kind of hard for me. Like I try not to give out too many big sweeping sort of sort of declarations as I, you know, I've only been playing for 6 months and I don't want to make any sort of waves or big assumptions because there's people that I'm playing with who've been playing for, you know, four or more years and they have they have a certain expectation of what the game was like or what it should be like and that's what they want. Um but I've only been playing for the last 6 months, so you know, I don't know what things like were before engine desync so to speak um and i honestly i honestly don't know if it, the game would be more fun if you know some of the some of the changes were reverted and you know things went back to you know the way they were but isn't that how most things are people don't like change and and they generally try to avoid it i feel like there's a couple of camps um there's people who want this to be more like tabletop. There's people, um, and I think I'm kind of in this camp. I want it to be more like just a overall, just like sort of balanced online shooter. Um, and then there's people who just don't really care and will probably play the game until the server shut down, regardless of what happens. Um, as far as the state of the game goes, um, the only real issue I have with it is the matchmaking system, I feel like a lot of problems would be solved with uh, if 
if the matchmaking system could be fine-tuned a little bit more. Um, and I think you guys have touched on that as well, uh, where if you have... I, I genuinely believe there's at least two different kinds of players for MechWire Online. There are people like... I think I'm in generally the first camp where I just play this as an online shooter. It's pretty fun. You know, I don't have that much experience with the lore, so I don't need it to be like tabletop. I don't need it to be super 100% lore accurate. But then there are also people who play it because they like the franchise. And this is like what the only game that you can really play Battletech in unless you want to go back to something yeah. from 1997. Um, so... They want it to be more lore friendly and more like tabletop and then, you know, Hairbrain Screams Battletech is really good for that, by the way. Um, but you've got sort of two camps. You've got your people who are quote unquote tryhards and then you've got your people who are quote unquote mech dads. And and if you were able to to sort of sort these people out through their their PSR or, or their matchmaking system and have the people who want to shoot giant robots and be like serious about it, play against people who want to do that. And then the people who want to be more lore friendly and maybe plus play less powerful builds and, and, you know, have a beer or two while playing. And, you know, if they could get matched against each other, against each other, I feel like people would have a lot better time if they were matched against people who wanted to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. I think it's a really good take. Um, and yeah, obviously that was something that we, we covered as well that, um, we see that it's at the heart and of, um, of some of the challenges and some of the issues that people face that if you were just getting matched against people of relatively equal skill uh, and if there was good ways to determine what skill level you were at or what you wanted to be at um, you know you're probably going to have mm -hmm. more fun because you're going to be playing people that are potentially playing it for the same reason that you are right and that's that, that's like another thing that kind of like gets into me because like otherwise like i like i'm still relatively new to this game there's there's a lot of depth to it there's a lot of content so i'm still I'm still somewhat content just exploring new mechs, new builds, you know, new weight classes. I only recently got into mediums when I first started playing. I played a lot of lights and assaults, um, some heavies, uh, but I'm getting into mediums now. And like, there's just so much build variety. And whenever I see, you know, somebody come up with a new build that's actually like fun and effective and like kind of different, um, I, it, I still genuinely have a lot of fun playing the game. Um, so it's hard for me to speak to the experiences of people who've been playing the game for four years and maybe have pretty much done it all and want the game to be a certain way. Um, and you know, I just, I, I genuinely don't envy, uh, PGI <laughs> having to try and to make all of these different groups happy. Yeah. That's one of the things we try and cover as well is that it is a bit of a challenge really. You can't please uh, all people all the time as a famous uh, American president said, but yeah, yeah, look, I agree. And, and uh, I'm more in your camp as well. Um, you know, as the potato of the podcast I've been playing for coming up on two years. Um, and you know, I'm not that good at the game. Uh, and truth be told, I don't really want to be that good at the game because I love to just log in, um, you know, hang out with friends and, uh, yeah, you know, pilot some um, stompy robots. And, you know, I'm not as invested in that the decisions that they might make, particularly if they're really detailed decisions, um, you know, damage outputs and stuff like that, they don't 
not as impactful for right. me because I'm not actually good enough to take advantage of it anyway. So, you know, I, I get my fun out of the game in different ways, you know, so the participation, um, you know, the fun in the mech lab, um, the content and the, and the camaraderie that goes with the game are the things that I get out of it. And so I'm not as impacted um, by some of those things. So yeah, I can, I can totally, um, agree what you with what you're saying there about um you know some some general camps or some general cohorts uh, that PGI have to factor for I mean on that line though um I've talked a little bit about kind of what I get enjoyment from I mean what is it particularly that you enjoy uh, about MechWarrior what's some of the most fun parts of it for you oh man there's I mean there's honestly so much and and, and I feel like that's where I'm really fortunate is because I've been I've been playing this game so much you know and and i'm generally not the kind of person to play a game just sort of all the time and and it's been genuinely surprising to me uh that i've been able to just keep finding new and interesting ways to sort of entertain myself and entertain my audience um but there's so many ways to have fun in this game um and i'm still exploring all of them uh you know it's it's always fun to to sort of you know carry the game in a light and just have like a crazy crazy game where you're like oh yeah you know i was i was in the light and i and i came up behind the assaults and i and i you know squirreled them or i you know killed one or or hurt one and or i you know gave our team some information that that helped us win or like you know then you got the flip side where you're like i was in the assaults and i was i was the big front line and you know i i turned a corner and i vomited you know so much damage onto this onto this enemy assault that you know they they got intimidated and they started backing up and i helped us charge in and whatnot and then conversely there are a few like times where you're like hey guys you know i'm i'm right here and i could use some help and you don't quite get help but that's just the way it goes in anything um but there's there's honestly i could probably spend all day talking about different ways to enjoy myself in this game um coming up with builds is is really fun and interesting and discussing them with members of my community um uh, in fact i don't know it's semi recently uh, complete failure MBO on Twitch um, uh, came to me, and I think he's been spreading it among all the streamers. Is that he's got this particular Wolverine build that is like it uses like all the slots, all the tonnage. I I guess I'm finding out that the Wolverine has really good hard or yeah. like really good hitboxes, um, and it's just it's this medium build that I can consistently do like about a thousand damage in like every game and it's just this ridiculous build and that's really what turned me on to mediums um and just like being able to have played the game i think for you know five months at that point and just like somebody comes at me with something that's completely new uh to me anyway and it's really interesting and i love trying it out and it's it's there's just so much to explore really i think i think the, the fun of exploring is is what i guess i would i would really condense that down to yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That just the diversity um, in the game and, and the, the different ways you can have fun is definitely what um, brings me to it as well. I think um, in in the free to play world, they call that um, keeping an open loop. You know, they they keep a reason to keep coming back to it. I mean, I don't know if you're the same, but I love the um, 
the collectible um, aspect of the game. You know, like I'm always <laughs> poor. I'm always got no C bills because I'm always always looking to buy a new mech. Um, you know, I spend all my MC on uh, camos and decals and stuff like that. So I'm constantly, <laughs> constantly don't don't have enough of stuff. But yeah, um, like you, I just like that. Um, I like that each time you come to the game, you can either try a new build or, uh, you know, I guess if you play enough, then games maybe begin to play out the same way. But I've found that, you know, almost every game is different. And uh, if you find that a game or games are starting to go the same way, then you can opt to do something completely different. You can opt for a different game mode or a different mech type. And and that's certainly something that I like about the game as well. Yeah, for sure. Like there's there's always a different build to try. And, you know, it's always you know, you can always go a little crazy and and try something new out. Um and then like even beyond that, just going through there's there's there's, you know, play styles for each kind of mech. There's different, you know, weapon styles, there's all sorts of different things you can do and I just love that I can get into a game and, you know, even 6 months on playing this game 4 to 6 hours a day that I can I can have a game like even just in quick play I can have a game and I can think about it you know after I've died or whatever and I can see like what I did right what I did wrong and I can continually just improve myself and and see where things go nice nice all right I have some um some quick fire questions that I'll throw at you and uh, just so so people can understand kind of where your preferences lie um oh yes or clan Oh, that's, I mean, that's kind of a mean question, right? <laughs> I'm going to get flack no matter what I you say. You can if you um, want. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so I generally prefer uh, clan uh, when it comes to especially the heavier mechs because I just, I love the mobility. I, I need the ability to reposition, especially in quick play. It's kind of hard to play an Annihilator if you're only going to go 40 and it's kind of hard to team up, keep up with the team. Um but as it starts to get into like mediums and lights, uh, and even some heavies, I've recently found out that I really, really love the roughneck on the IS side. Um, but nice. you know, honestly, I just I like good mechs, um, and there are fun things to be had on both sides. Okay, it's a nice segue. Do you have a favorite mech? A favorite mech? That that is an even bigger question. <laughs> I I might even I might I might cut that down to like, I was actually asked this on stream. Um, a few, couple of nights ago and i could barely cut it down to weight class and like assault i really like my um my uh mad cat mark ii uh it's, i just it looks good it's got a lot of good builds you can throw on it it's fun to play um and then like in heavies uh i've re- recently fallen in love with the roughneck but one of my first mechs uh that i that was actually was gotten for me was a uh, a hellbringer and you know i'm laser vomit this laser vomit that but i was a newer player and i needed sea bills <laughs> <laughs> um and then in the mediums like i said the complete failures uh wolverine has been doing wonders for me but i also there's a lot of build variety in mediums i think i've been having fun with like the shadow cat with like ppc sniping and i'm having fun with like the arctic wolf and the assassin with just running around and SRMing people yeah and then when you get into lights, um, <laughs> uh, 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 don't tell anyone, but I do have a Raven 3L, and it is fun to ta- to ta- narc and tag people uh, when there are alarms on your side. Um, it's just but me additionally, no one listening. <laughs> I'll keep you secret. But additionally, like it is kind of fun to to fight assaults in something like a like a Miss Lynx or a Piranha, and 
and just try and like like oh this guy could kill me in one shot let's yeah. make sure he can't hit me <laughs> yeah there's an intensity to lights isn't there that um, just makes it kind of edge of the seat it's sweaty palms yeah it's completely different from like any other weight class really okay so we've, we you had a few there that you named uh favorite map and mode favorite map and mode i can tell you my least favorite yeah i think i know the uh, answers to those ones but <laughs> it's probably the same same um, as everyone's but yeah it's uh uh favorite map and mode um i'm honestly i'm fine with if we're, if we're talking quick play here i'm fine with skirmish and domination usually mm. um sometimes it gets a little wonky with uh with uh Oh god, what's the capture point one called? Like totally just blanked conquest? it. Conquest. Conquest. Yeah, it gets a little wonky with conquest. Some people have different ideas about how to play conquest, yeah. and it can be a bit of a crapshoot. And kind of, I don't really like how it goes sometimes. So, I'm less enthused about conquest and quick play. As far as maps go, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I think I'm a pretty big fan. I like Rubelite for. It's got like some cover. It's got some verticality. Um, it's not like an ice cold map, so you do still have to pay attention to your heat. Um, I feel like maybe Rubelite might be my favorite map. I I I suppose I haven't really thought about it too much, yeah. but there's a lot to like in Rubelite. I think. Well, thank you, uh, Fiora. It has been lovely to talk to you today and, and um, chat a little bit about uh, being a streamer and uh, about MechWarrior. Uh, for our listeners, if they uh, did want to catch your streams or um, contact you or um, listen to you through other methods, uh, what's the best way to get in touch and consume your content? All right. I'm at uh, you know twitch.tv slash Fiora Bunny. That's uh, it's all one word. It's F as in Frank, I-O-R-A bunny uh, i'm also at um twitter at fiora bunny all one word uh there again um and i'm and i'm working on some youtube content i'll announce that when it comes out um but it's something i definitely need to uh sort of put the gas down on nice look forward to it. and uh, of course we'll put those links in the show notes uh, so check those out below as well right thanks for listening today and uh, certainly do hope you get along and check fiora out they are fun streams to watch um, certainly something that i tune into regularly and uh, hope you do too all right 07 mechwares we'll uh, catch you next time If you did enjoy this content, then your support would be greatly appreciated, and you can support us in a multitude of ways. You can go to Patreon, Incoming Missile Podcast, and support us there. We have uh, three different tiers of support, or of course you can uh, donate one-off amounts, and any in-game content uh, that you could donate to us would also be greatly appreciated. We very much want to hear your feedback, so be sure to reach out to us on our multitude of channels. You can follow us on Twitter at IncomingP. You can reach us via email at Incoming Missile Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and please subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Incoming Missile Podcast. So, just a quick reminder to check out the Mech Register. You can find the link to that Google form at our Twitter account. And just remember, you can fill that form out up to eight times. Each time you do fill it out is another entry to win. So, do get in there, tell us what you think about the mechs that we are featuring, uh, and allow us to collate that information into something useful. Uh, and you may just get a mech pack out of it. We look forward to hearing from you. We appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you next time.
sequence initiated. <laughs> 